You're listening to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. This podcast was created for the photographer looking to build a five or six figure photography business that allows them to live a well-balanced life. This podcast will provide you with marketing strategies, inspiring stories and interviews, and tips and tricks to scale your business. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson. I'm a family photographer, business coach, wife, and mama from Oklahoma. After riding the struggle bus while scaling my photography business for four years and also working a full-time job, I finally uncovered the strategies to reach massive profitability and success while living a life I'm absolutely obsessed with. Now I teach photographers how to do the very same thing in a fraction of the time it took me. I'm going to transform your photography business so that you can scale and create a consistent client base automate your systems and transition into becoming a full-time photographer who makes five figures and beyond. I want to help you navigate this overwhelming space so that you know what to charge, how to streamline your business, and how to market your business effectively. It's time to scale and create your most profitable, exciting, and fulfilling photography business of your dreams. Let's dive into today's show. All right. Hey, Michaela, I'm excited to have you on this coaching session. Will you introduce yourself to the listeners? First, um, my name is Michaela Ply. I am the owner of Faithful Steps Photography, and I am currently focusing on uh, family photography. So just families. (laughs) I love it so much. Okay. What is your question for me today? My question is, I'm First and foremost, I am so sorry if you hear um, our shepherd in the background. She likes to talk. It's totally fine. (laughs) So for my question today is how do you work with a perfectionist mindset? Because it's gotten to the point where I focus on something for so long that it literally eats up my time that I have set aside to work on things. And it's starting to make me freeze. Like, For an example is I'm working on my guide right now for prepping my clients and I will literally focus on trying to get one stupid little line to get in that right spot. And if it takes me 30 minutes to get it there, it takes me 30 minutes. So how do you kind of work on trying to overcome that? Because I've tried timers, I've tried lists, I've done a mixture of the two. So it's just kind of like, feel like I'm at a stop. (laughs) I don't know how to make a step go forward. Yeah. Okay. So I love this question. So this is something personally that I struggle with too. And I will tell you, you will never fully like get over it, but you will learn how to coexist with that perfectionism. And honestly, I think as artists, as photographers, that's something that we, I think we literally across the board probably all have that problem. So I want to flip the question first before I give you the tangibles, but I want to flip the question and I want to ask you, what if you put together your prep guide and it's not perfect, what are you afraid of? That I will vocalize it's not perfect. Um, That's something I've also noticed I've done. It's gotten better, especially with incoming um, inquiries and be like, oh, sorry, this doesn't look the best. And then I go back to it and I'm like, it actually doesn't look that bad. So I don't know why I had to vocalize that. I guess it was just, 
my brain being like, it is not perfect yet. So we need to do this right. (laughs) Yeah. So perfectionism is usually something that comes from an insecurity. That's where it comes from. There's an insecurity that we're carrying with us. Um, For you, I think it's probably more fear of judgment, fear. That's where the perfectionist stems from. Like, oh, if this isn't perfect, they're going to judge me for it. And then you start going down this dark spiral, even when you're not realizing it of, oh, well, if it's not perfect, they're going to see it. They're going to judge me for it. They're going to assume that I'm not good at what I'm doing and therefore not book me. Does that sound pretty accurate of something that you've thought? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay. So here's the deal. And and again, like I said, this is just going to be something we have to learn to coexist with it. I think what's very helpful is to hear over and over and over again, that done is better than perfect. And listen, I I'm one who's like, okay, that's a cliche. Like that's not going to help me. But really like when you realize we're always evolving, we have never arrived. I have never arrived. And I've been in this eight years and I just redid another guide of mine in January for like the fifth or sixth time. I'm always evolving. And so I think if you will always remember like this is as good as it's going to get right now. And then give your, the, give yourself the permission. Hey, if a mistake is found or if I don't like this or it doesn't feel good to me in two months from now, I'm going to give myself room to come back and make it better. But I think that you, you do have to have hard boundaries too. So, yeah. so here's what I've had to do. And I don't know if this is doable for you because you said you tried the timer thing. So honestly, what would be doable for you is to have someone else do it for you and call it good. Because sometimes those of us that are perfectionists, we're not necessarily supposed to be the ones in it, doing it, fixing it, working on the details because we'll never stop. And I am guilty of that. But when I put money behind something or when I ask somebody, maybe I hire a VA that's $30 an hour and it takes her two hours to perfect my entire guide and I get it back. It's two hours I saved myself, which actually I probably saved myself eight hours, right? Because we're Mm -hmm. perfectionists. And so sometimes I think when you put money behind something and you pay for it, it, it's a hard boundary. At least it is. So, you know, and another thing is I would also just keep telling yourself done is better than perfect. My guide, Mm -hmm. it looks great. And because you are one of my students, you do get feedback from me. So I think maybe even hearing validation from others, posting your guide in one of the Facebook groups to get feedback is something else that might help you to say, okay, there's nothing major here. Everybody says they love it. It was easy to read. I got Brooke's feedback on it and I got other photographers feedback on it. I'm, I'm at a stopping point. I can be okay with this. How does that sound? Does that help you at all? Yeah, definitely. I, it, bringing in other people like in the past has definitely kind of helped take that weight off my shoulders a little bit of being so hardcore focused on something. So I'll probably be doing that a little bit more than not. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. So again, it goes back to identifying sometimes it's a love language too. Like, you know, if you, if you guys have never taken the love language quiz, you definitely should. Um, it just, it also changes. So I took it when I was a teenager and then I took it again as an adult and it's different, you know, it's not too different, Mm -hmm. but it's still different. And for me, I'm a words of affirmation person. So when I get inside my head and I'm in insecurity and I, you know, like I'm realizing, uh Oh, we're going down that path. It's really important for me to hear 
to get confirmation. I don't want to say go seeking for validation, but in this sense, it makes sense, right? Like it's something that you need someone else's eyes and opinion on. And so in instances like that, when we're talking about something physical for our businesses, go seek the validation that you need. When you're talking about like trying to become the perfect woman for, for everybody. That's when we don't need to go seeking validation. We need to go open our Bible and all that good stuff. So, um, so yeah. So is there any other area of your life either for perfectionism or another question that you want to dig a little deeper into while you're here? I don't think so. Unless it kind of stems off of, I mean, you've talked about the imposter syndrome thing Yeah, and I mean, obviously everybody gets it. So I guess a refresher on how to get out of that hole when you're in it, because I've gotten better at like realizing, okay, I'm back in this hole again. So what thing do I need to do to get out of it? Yeah. Okay. So again, (laughs) every level of your business and your life, you will experience imposter syndrome. You Mm -hmm. will feel like a fraud. You will get stuck comparing your business to someone else's business. And so the only tried and true, like actual tangible action that will help you is to literally stop scrolling social media. Because when you don't give yourself the freedom to look around at what so-and-so is doing, you forget about what they're doing and you get so focused on what you're doing and you feel good about what you're creating and who you're working with. You don't have time to look around. And that's why I'm constantly like preaching to you guys, just mute people, turn their Mm -hmm. their posts and their stories off until you get back to a solid place um, because you have to protect your mindset. And, but here's the thing. I don't want everyone thinking that just because you have imposter syndrome, that it's a negative thing. Sometimes that could be the thing that drives you to making a change that's better for you and your business. And so when it creeps in, don't feel that guilt and shame say, okay, why am like, why am I feeling the way that I am again? It always goes back to an insecurity. What am I afraid of? Mm-hmm. coming up for me right now. And how can I combat that? And sometimes if you are really like consuming everyone else's content and you're like, oh my gosh, she edits so much better than I do. That's a for sure sign. It's time to get off social media, like get yeah. back, go do something for you, have a good session, like create at re-edit a session. Sometimes that's enough for me to be like, okay, I'm qualified. Like I do know what I'm doing. Um, and then right. other times it's just, again, it's just digging deep. Cause sometimes it's not always that you think you're bad or that you're not good enough. Sometimes it's something else. And mm-hmm. you just kind of have to ask yourself why get quiet, answer that. And I know that always sounds like such a woo woo answer. Um, but you actually carry a lot of answers inside yourself. We just have to get still and like, listen to it. So, yeah. So, yeah, it definitely does. It's, it's just those reminders that you don't realize you need. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. (laughs) So to wrap up, I would love for you to just tell everyone listening, what is one thing that you have loved working with me or being one of my students? Like what's one, one takeaway, one thing that really stands out to you about being a student of mine? Um, Well, recently it's just been, but since you've started incorporating, like, how can we pray for you this week? And everyone will just come in with like, hey, we'll be praying for you for this. Or I don't even know you, but 
I got you covered. I'll be praying for you for sure. So just it's it's bringing in that community again. So and knowing you have someone behind you to kind of uplift you again when you're in that hole, it's it's a nice comfort to have. So the, the sense of community and the comfort that it brings. Yes, I love that. And I again, this industry can be cutthroat. So I think it's oh, yes. really <laughs> yeah, I think it's really important <laughs> to find a community that welcomes you. Um, and I'm just I'm blessed with the student community where you guys like really do come together. So I love it so much. But thank you so much, Michaela, for letting me coach you. I hope that this helps you. And I will see you inside the student Facebook group. Yeah, most definitely. And thank you for taking the time to talk. It was, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. If you're loving the content, can you take just two minutes and do me the biggest favor? Share your love for the show by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share the show to your social media. I'm on a mission to transform our photography industry and the best way to reach others is to share the show. I'll catch you on the next episode.